either way, you're going to have to work. You can do it crying or smiling, but you're going to work. Yeah. You don't have a choice in this life. We truly don't. Even people, people often say, I wish I had so-and-so's money or I wish I had so-and-so's problems. Well, big problems come with big money. And, you know, so I don't think that even that is going to be a work, even that you have to keep your eye on so many people, so many things. So it's not easy for anybody. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. And welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, along with Carrie Thompson. We are so glad that you're here with us today. Hi, Carrie. Christy, there's some time that went by and I didn't podcast. <laughs> I just want you to know I was very offended when I saw the other ones. I was like, who's that person? Why are we doing that interview? <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I know we did. A, I, I kind of went through a phase where I did a lot of interviews and now we're back with you and me. And I love this. Uh, yep. You guys, we love doing this. This is like our favorite thing to do. But first, let me start off with a rating and review. I'd like to read just one. This is from The Green Bean. It gives us five stars. The Green Bean says, love, love, love at the top. I am on my first challenge starting in February 2020. I first heard of Christy from a friend and she was talking about her journey and all I could think about was that's me. Her podcasts are dead on for what I need to hear for the 10 pound challenge. It has all the tools you'll need to get the weight off and fix your brain. By the second week, I felt like I was in the movie, the matrix, just walking around and seeing the world in a totally different light. I am awake and I am excited for my journey with Christy code red. Thank you, Christy. Thank you. The green bean. Wow. You cannot unsee it folks. It's just like one of those 3d paintings where, you know, you go like this, <laughs> and you turn your head one way you're like i see a unicorn and there's a man on it yeah once you see the unicorn and the man like you can't not see it at that point it's the same thing with code red and our mission to expose the lies that the diet industry has given us over the years I completely agree. Um, you know, Carrie, uh, today's podcast was inspired by the Nat Geo series, Life Below Zero. I love that series. Now, you actually lived in Alaska. These are Alaskans that are living. They feature different ones, and you you know firsthand what they're talking about. But one of the stars, Chip Hailstone, he says, the thing about living in Alaska, he said, is you're going to work. He said, you can do it smiling or crying, but you're going to work. And I love that. And I wrote that down because that is so true, not just of course, for living in Alaska, but for doing anything for anybody in any part of the world, in any part of life, you're going to work. You can do it crying or smiling, but you're going to work. Yeah, it, it is absolutely true. And that is true about all parts of life. And I just want to say for all of our Alaska listeners, in case somebody writes in, there's Alaska. And then there's Alaska. There is a, like downtown Anchorage where you got a coffee shop. It's cold. There's lots of snow. There's some moose and bears. But then there's life below zero Alaska, which is the middle of nowhere. If you lose a leg, you be losing a leg by yourself mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere. So that's a completely different thing. So 
there is urban Alaska and that is definitely where I lived. Although I have been out to those places on this show, but Christy, the truth is you're going to work. It doesn't matter what your life looks like. It doesn't matter if you're one of the rich and famous or you are a single mom living on 10 bucks an hour. Guys, you're going to work. And I don't know why this is so black and white to me because, and I think it might date back to our childhood. Carrie and I had an awesome, I think an awesome childhood. Uh, not a day goes by that I don't love, think about and love almost every aspect of my childhood. Now we were raised on a ranch outside of a small town, Orfino, Idaho. And then we were even further, 13 miles, even further outside where we're just a half a dozen families in our community. And we lived on 70, 75 acres. We had chickens and pigs and horses and cows. And back when we were kids, and I don't know if you'll agree. I think you'll agree with this because I think it's just true. It was a lot colder and we had a lot more snow back then. I mean, I just remember maybe because I was smaller, there was so much snow. I mean, it was, and there was a lot of work taking care of the, the farm. And mom and dad expected a lot of us girls. And there was right. just no two ways about it. Like we all helped and we all worked. I don't think that, I hate to say kids these days because I think kids these days just have a different situation. But I can tell you that my 10-year-old doesn't have to put away, you know, 11 cords of wood every summer. Right. <laughs> Firewood. <laughs> so, yes, things are different. I do remember it being colder. I do remember a lot more snow up over the windows to where you couldn't see out the windows of the house because whatever came down on the roof met whatever piled up from the bottom and it would freeze. And that's what our house was like. I mean, it was amazing. I think back now, I don't think we get that kind of weather anymore, Christy. I don't know if we were just not allowed to grumble about it or if we just kind of accepted the fact that if we wanted to live, I mean, I, I know we, I wanted the horses and, and we did 4-H pig and we did 4-H steer and dad had milk cows and we used milk in our family. I don't know if it was just kind of, well, you girls wanted this, so you work for it. It was never said like that. I don't know what it was, but in my mind, it was like we had to work. And so I never really grumbled. And I don't remember you grumbling a whole lot. And maybe to each other we did. But and there's certainly, you know, bucking hay and gathering hay bales, load after load after load in blistering heat temperatures was not fun by any means, but we didn't really grumble. So I kind of just, in my mind, it's like, well, it has to be done. Why are you grumbling about it? I think that, Christy, there was a certain sense of pride in being able to contribute to the family that seems to be missing with a lot of people these days. And that was our situation, is that if you find pride in the work, whatever that is, whether it's weight loss and we'll get around to that, or whether it is working out, or whether it's your job, or whether it's this, whether it's that... When you find pride in that and you find some identity in that, that is what shifts it. So to us, we were dad's hardworking girls. That was our identity. So to have to work hard never seemed like something that we A, had an option on or B, that something that we didn't like. You know what I mean? It was just part of what we did. It didn't seem to be negotiable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And mom and dad taught us to have pride in it, that we were fortunate to live where we lived and that to fortunate to have the animals and the opportunities that we had. So, you know, whether it was true or not, that was the way it was spun to us. And I just accepted that as fact. And so 
it just what, and I do, I have so much pride in my childhood and boy, that is definitely missing. I think parents want to coddle and protect their kids so much and they don't let them suffer a little bit, but there is so much pride in the suffering because all the suffering that we did growing up, and I mean suffering, I'm saying that, you know, I'm saying that because I don't really, can't really think of a, a better word right now. It sure makes me so proud. I love to tell the stories and all that stuff, but you know, you're going to work. Either way, you're going to have to work. You can do it crying or smiling, but you're going to work. Yeah. You don't have a choice in this life. We truly don't. Even people, people will often say, I wish I had so-and-so's money or I wish I had so-and-so's problems. Well, big problems come with big money. And, you know, so I don't think that it, even that is going to be a work. Even that you have to keep your eye on so many people, so many things. So it's not easy for anybody. And so what I think is interesting is it's all about perspective, Christy. It's all about perspective. I have the best example. And then I think we should talk about how it relates to Code Red. Are you ready? Yes. So I started my, of course, my weight loss journey years ago, lost all my weight and then had the, hold on, there's a dog underneath the thing and I don't want them to knock over any equipment. So sorry about that. <laughs> So I lost all the weight and then decided years later to start down the exercise part of taking my life back, which we encourage people once they get into maintenance, once they've lost all their weight to explore what does this part of your journey look like as far as getting into shape. So I started out with Christy, of course, as my trainer and my coach from many, many miles away, helping me getting into shape. So for about a year and a half, I did that. And then I switched gyms and I decided to start going to a workout class, which it's sort of like, I guess, a very loose interpretation of CrossFit. So it's multi-joint exercises. It is um, not just running on the treadmill, losing weight. It's, you know, we're going to do 50 of these and then we're going to get down on the floor and do some burpees. And then, so, I mean, it's, you have to keep at it. And I sweat pretty good. Let me just tell you, Miss Linda kicks my hiney. But all that to say is that there are women that come to the class and every single day, Christy, you have to work. I know when I walk my legs in my leggings with my water bottle inside that room, it's going to be work. It's only an hour. It's not going to kill me. Now, again, this is my perspective. Okay. It's all about perspective. So I go in there and she's like, how, you know, she's typical. How's everyone doing? You know, Christy. <laughs> and I'm just like, get it, get it. What are we going to do next? Let's not talk. Let's not discuss it. Okay. Barbell. Let's do it. We're going to do curls. Let's do it. We're going to do the swings with the kettlebell. Let's do it. You know what I mean? And these women, Christy, every time, <sighs> You guys, those of you who can't see my face, I'm doing the 10 year old roll your eyes. And then they go 10 more. Oh my gosh. Five more. It's every day, Christy. Oh my every God. day. One more. She goes, we're going to do one more today. We were doing, you know, deadlifts and then 45 seconds of ropes and then 45 seconds of, and then you just rotated through it. And the more we, which let me tell you, that'll kick your hiney. You're sweating good. You're working hard. But I kept saying, it's work. Carrie, you're going to do this so you can smile and just hustle and get it done. Or you can complain. And the thing that kills me, Christy, is that these women know every day that it's going to be work. But every day they complain. I always want to say, why do you come? Like, go walk. I go walk in a circle. But it's the same idea. I go in there and I say, yes, it's work. Yes, you have to do it so you can maintain strong muscles strong bones so you can age well, so you can keep your joints and your cardiovascular health up, Carrie. 
You do it for those reasons. And yes, it's hard. And yes, it's work. But I smile through the whole thing. It's all about perspective. I don't understand those ladies. I mean, why do they even bother coming? They're bringing the energy down in the group. Like, what did they, did they expect Linda's going to be any different on this class? I I don't. It's funny. And then they do this. I have, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Betty, Betty, no, I'm going for coffee and I'm over there dripping sweat and I'm looking right at Linda and I'm going hard. Like, and it's all about how you choose to take the class. It's all about how you choose to face your weight loss. It's all about how you choose to face the bucking of the hay bales. It's all about how you choose to face your shift at the hospital. It's all about the way you look at it. And the way you look at it determines how you get through it. Every day she says, are we doing okay? And I'm like this, even if I can't talk, I'm doing it. A lot of you guys listening, you understand, you know who Paris Hilton is. Paris Hilton is the, I think, granddaughter of the Hilton Empire, the Hilton Hotel Empire. But what people don't know about Paris is she actually only ends. Okay, some of you guys are gonna laugh when you hear this. Wait. She only <laughs> actually inherited, I think, one million dollars. Now, one million, and I, I real people are listening. They're like, "Well, I wish I but but she has. Tens, she's worth, I don't know, she's worth 125 million of 300 million, 600 million or something. Maybe she's even in the billions. She was not given all that she has. She was only given $1 million. And truth be told, when you start looking, that actually doesn't go far in her lifestyle, the way that she's- I was going to say, if you're living the kind of lifestyle that she is, a million dollars won't go far. Exactly. It goes by quick. I mean, you talk about, if you want to fly in a private jet from Boise to, to Salt Lake City, that's $7,000 one way. So, <laughs> you know, you that can you can eat up, eat through that million pretty quick. Paris actually is an entrepreneur. She earned all that she has, a hundred, almost 100% of what she has minus that 1 million. So she's worth 600 million or, or 900 million. She earned all of that. But people don't realize that she had to work hard for that. And so you're gonna work hard even if you're Paris Hilton. You can't lay down and just roll over and let at some point, whenever, if you choose to be the a gas station attendant or you choose to be the president of the United States, it's all going to come with work. And so it all boils down to what your attitude is when you, when you face that work. And Christy, I think to kind of loop this back around to Code Red, I find the people that understand the work and just do it, just do it. I put my head down. I'm sweaty. I'm tired. I don't want to do 45 more kettlebell swings. I don't, but it's like, get it done. Just get it done and be happy about it. And if you can find joy in the journey and you can change your perspective, not to sound hippity dippity. I know everyone's like, joy in the journey, joy in the journey. Someone make it into a t-shirt or a coffee mug. Joy in the journey. Sorry to make you spit out your coffee. (laughs) But it is true. If you can find some joy in the journey, it makes your work, makes you be able to smile in your work. I mean, when I was working as an ICU nurse, is it fun when someone bleeds everywhere, all over the bed, all over the floor, and then they poo on top of that and you got a poo bloody mess? No, it's not fun. Those are the tough moments. But you just say to yourself, I've got to find joy in this journey. Like there has to be something that motivates you to change your perspective. And the same is true for weight loss and taking your life back. One thing I like about our custom programs, I like our custom programs so much. And I, uh, I get that that sounds kind of funny because I'm the one that created it, but 
actually, <laughs> I originally created it, but the way that it's evolved and it's been become so streamlined and so good is Carrie's help and just going through the. Yeah. Just going through the trial and error of what's the best way to, for, to get weight off people. One thing I love about our custom programs is that we give you, that I give you an actual end date. I give you what you can expect off every week, every month, all the way, the exact amount and the exact amount. I give you two different scenarios of when you can reach goal weight. Man, I mean, when someone opens up their custom program and they see the light at the end of the tunnel or they see that the tunnel is going to end December 6th, 2020, or the tunnel is going to end, you know, their journey, they're going to be at 142 pounds by September 26th of 2020. And that is so freeing to know that I just have to work hard and I just got to do it up until this point. And then I get to go into maintenance at that point. That is so, that's what is really great. I think one of the great things about our custom programs is the fact that we give you that end date. You can see, you know how long you're going to have to grind. And I think understanding that and having some sense of this is not infinite. This is finite. Like this is going to end at some point. I tell people that all the time. This is going to end. This is going to end. But Christy, the people that come into this journey, the people that go through this and they are happy about it, they aren't resentful. They aren't angry at their bodies. They aren't angry at the process. They aren't angry that they are eating vegetables. I mean, you know, until you change your palate. Of course, McDonald's French fries taste better than vegetables. They're sure. engineered to be that way sure. until you change your palate. Of course, diet Coke tastes better than water. It's yeah. engineered to be that way, but they aren't resentful. I see a lot of resentment, Christy resentment. Well, Bobby can eat whatever he wants. Mm. Well, you're going to do the work, Betty. You're going to do the work. So you might as well have some happiness and some peace and smile about this weight loss journey you're on. Celebrate every size you come into. Celebrate every point two that comes off. And don't be angry at our bodies because it's not point three. Because y'all, we've abused our bodies for a lot of years. Give them a little bit of time to catch up. Do you know what I mean? We have a rebel that has been in maintenance for quite a while and she is still, she puts so much energy into being resentful that her family can yes. eat or chooses to eat the junk food. And that's another podcast we need to do, Carrie, is, is uh, the you fact that- you getting away with it, but you ain't. Exactly. I got to write that yeah. down. And I noticed just so much resentment and so much anger. And I don't know the physiological pathway of this, but really that kind of anger and resentment actually will make you sick. Oh, and I just noticed it just eats away at her. I mean, here she is over a hundred pounds down and yep. she won't let it go. And she's always, it's just niggling, niggling, niggling. The fact that those guys are all having pizza and Krispy Kremes and beer and chips and nachos and stuff. And she said, I can't have them. She says, quotes these with my fingers. And no, I choose to not put that in my body. So it's just, it's amazing. That will make you sick. That create ulcers and ooh, that anger eating away at you. And where's the joy there, Christy? Yeah. Where's the joy? You know, it's funny. Jim Gaffigan makes a joke. He says, do you ever meet someone that loses a lot of weight? And you're like, they don't look any better. They look horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you need to eat a steak, you know? <laughs> it's true. Some people lose weight and they turn into grumpy, horrible people. I've met them. Now, not too many on Code Red, but I've met people that are angry and resentful now that they're thin because they don't feel like there's freedom in their right. new life. Right. They did not find joy in the journey. They hated the journey. They did it out of sheer stubbornness, I think sometimes, but there's no joy in it. There's no joy in it. 
There's no smiling. You're going to work, guys. Either you're going to work taking your blood sugar six times a day, or you're going to work by passing by the little donut, the Krispy Kreme inside the little thing with the top. Have you seen those with the, it's the rounded top? Oh, and yeah, all, the rounded all the dome Krispy top. Kremes are up against the plastic like this. <laughs> They're all, all the Krispy Kremes are squished up there, the little tiny donut holes. Gary, Gary, <laughs> it's just one. If you got all of them, you could just have one. Now, I'm going to work saying no to that as yeah. much as I am being heavy and I can't bend down and put my shoes on. It's right. all your perspective, Rebels. It's all your perspective and how you choose to see the journey you're on. It, it really is. Well, I like when Brandon and Sarah Heatwool, they did a, a podcast here, an interview, and uh, they chose to look for the different, they said, okay, so we're not going to be doing wine tastings and margarita Mondays anymore with our friends. We have to find a different outlet, a different avenue. Right. And those are the people that uh, do well because they find the joy in things. They do it smiling. They find a way to make it work. But like, there are those people, like you said, that really just they are so angry the whole time. And you almost want to say to them, you know, my gosh, life is too short. Like, just go back to being fat, have your wine, have your pizzas called Domino's yep. every other night. It is not worth the anger that someone's putting into it. Uh, but I mean, it's going to be work either way. Either you, you deal with the crap that comes with Domino's pizza, or you deal with the crap of saying no, I guess the crap of saying no to Margarita Mondays. I don't really know. I'm trying to find the, I'm trying to find the downside to being healthy, but people sure find the downside to being healthy. They're just so angry about it. I, but I'm telling you, ain't nobody getting out of the rules. Well, Christy, I remember when I was losing weight, there's a couple of funny examples. When I was losing weight, I was jonesing for some sugar and I was just probably bugging the crap out of you about it. Probably like texting back in the day or calling. And you said, then go eat an apple, Carrie. And I was like, but I don't want an apple. Like it was like, oh, Chris is giving me permission to eat apple. By the way, we don't think apples are bad. We just avoid sugary fruits in weight loss mode. But I don't want anyone to write into Christy and be like, Christy Code Red hates the apple. <laughs> that is not it. Okay. But anyway, and I'll never forget the time that you and I were together. And this is back when we did one-on-one -on -one custom programs and somebody was just hassling you and complaining and I don't understand why and I want this and I yeah and yeah and yeah and you said well go ahead and eat it yep. and so they were like yeah and they just and shoved it all in their pie hole and then Christy said so do you feel any better and they were like nope and it was a great lesson. It was a great lesson to me in my brain that you aren't going to feel any better walking down the road of being resentful and angry for what you cannot have. Because when you finally get it, guess what? It's not quite the golden egg that you thought it was. So I learned a lot from you. I learned a lot from you in general, but those two examples stick out in my mind. Then have an apple, Carrie. And I was like, whoa, that's not the point. I was angry and I have felt that before. I really have. I've moved past that in my life because I know now that everyone that's eating that junk, it catches up with them, you know, eventually anyway, I've learned that lesson. But uh, I remember being very, you saying, well, then eat it. Do you feel any better? <laughs> no, it sucks. Now my stomach hurts. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's what I always remember when I see something and I'm like, you know, and I do, I, I get people that we get people all the time that are just, no, not all the time. It's not a, it's usually when people come to code red, they're ready. They realize right. it's, you know, I mean, it's hard to be, it's hard to be angry when you're eating steak and asparagus, eggs and bacon, cream cheese, cottage cheese, you know, people do, I guess. And when you're putting butter and salt on your veggies, it's hard to be angry, but I guess people do. I think the problem when people with the grumbling is when they're surrounded by people that aren't and all they can see around them is the music's going and everybody's just having the champagne and the sweets and stuff. They're just not seeing the deeper, the fact that those guys are all going to have to pay at some yeah. point. And so maybe I think that's when it, but you've got to find the joy in the, in the journey. I hate to say that, but you've got to find the fun part of living a healthy life. And there's so many fun parts of it. You know, you can, you can start exercising when you get to maintenance and you can start, you know, like go do stand up paddle boarding with your friends and, and go hike with, there are just so many great things that you can't do, but you're going to have to find a healthy outlet for that energy because you'll dwell on it in your mind and it'll just, your mind will play tricks on you and you'll just wind yourself into a bad attitude. Yeah. And Christy, whether it's getting a graduate degree, whether it's going to cosmetology school, whether it is sitting and trying to make manager, whether it's becoming a doctor, whether it's losing a hundred pounds, you are going to work. You are going to work as a single dad raising your two kids. You are going to work as a fireman who's a paramedic on the side. You're going to work. It's all about perspective. I agree with you 100%, Christy. And people that maintain that positive perspective and move forward, I'll never forget what our aunt said. So what's my alternative? To gain all the weight back? No, no, that's not a good alternative. You can't go back where you were. Yeah, what's your alternative? Exactly. And if that's really what you want, then do it. I, we're not going to fight you on it. It's just life is too short to be angry. I don't want someone being angry all the time. If you're angry, if you find yourself angry all the time, eating steak and asparagus instead of Domino's, my gosh, I did. I'm just not going to fight somebody on it, you know, but, and you can have your Domino's and go ahead and don't be mad when the guy next to you gives you a dirty look when they realize that you're coming down that plane aisle and you're going to sit by them and lop over into their seat. And don't be embarrassed when you got to ring your call light and you got to ask the flight attendant for a seatbelt extender. Don't be upset when everybody's looking at you. That's what's happening. So it's really just boils down to how do you choose to look at it. But, and I think that our childhood right. just not given a choice of attitude or, or I don't know the way mom and dad really did it was just kind of like, you just kind of, you just worked and that's just the way things were. And uh, we have that kind of work ethic now. And most of our rebels have that kind of work ethic. And we work really hard in our program to change the mindset of living a healthy lifestyle to help them look for. Some people just don't realize that when you go to Disneyland, you can actually pack your own water and you don't have to eat something at every single turn. They don't realize it. They never thought about that. Mom and I, when we went to Disneyland here about three years ago with you, sis, you had a conference and Carrie and yeah. mom and I came to stay with you and we went to Disneyland. We split a breakfast we took our waters and we didn't eat at Disneyland. People don't think that's an option. So part of our community jobs as coaches and leaders and staff is to get those people thinking of alternatives. It was funny, Christy. I was, I don't generally talk about my eating that much to everybody. You know what I mean? Cause it's kind of a, but it was funny. I told somebody what time of day I quit eating and they looked at me. This just happened recently because people in Kentucky don't necessarily know about as much about code red as people in other parts of the United States. They said to me, well, what do you do in the evenings? 
<laughs> well, I check on my chickens. I, we work our side business. We go and, you know, visit our disabled mom. We go on walks. I help my daughter do homework. I do laundry. I'm like, what do you mean? What do I do? You're telling me all you do in the evenings is eat? Yeah, some just- people... That's really what do you do when you watch TV? I was like, I don't really watch TV to be honest. And that was mind blowing. She could not understand what do you do in the evenings? My life is different because of this health journey I'm on. My life is different because of code red. I don't live a traditional sit at home with my glass of wine and bag of Cheetos from seven until 10 PM. I don't do that, Christy. And I think there's a surprising amount of people that do that. I didn't know it either, but I think you're right. I think people are binge watching Game of Thrones and they're just eating bag after bag, box after box, can after can of whatever. And that's how they kind of anesthetize themselves in the evenings. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Christy, I heard a funny thing on Game of Thrones. It said, my sister texted me. This is not me, but my sister texted me and said, should I let my my four-year-old watch Game of Thrones with me? And I texted back, well, no, 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 don't start in the middle. You have to start back on episode one. Otherwise, it won't make any sense to them. <laughs> so I've never watched Game of Thrones. I, I guess either. the attraction is strong. I don't watch regular TV. You, you guys, I have too much energy because yes. I'm not eating crap in the evenings. And my evenings are totally freed up because my focus is not what to shove in my pie hole. My focus is the journey I'm on to have good health through a lifespan. Mm, I love that. Yeah. You know, it, guys, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're receiving food stamps and I've received food stamps. So I understand if you Me are too. raising seven kids, if you are a doctor, it doesn't matter. You're going to have to work this life. Just, it's just, we don't live in a society where things are given to you. I, you know, that's just not, you're going to have to work. You have to work to get yourself up off the bed and, and into the shower. It doesn't matter. The level is you're going to have to work no matter what. It all boils down to your attitude, whether you're going to do a smile and you're going to do it grumbling. And I want you parents to, to raise your kids like this, to really instill that into your children that guys, Hey, listen, uh, good attitude or bad attitude, but you ain't getting out of your chores. You got to pick up that dog poop. You're never fully dressed without a smile. <laughs> what movie was that from? Pollyanna. Annie. The old Annie. You're never fully dressed without a (laughs) smile. It's true. Guys, we thank the world of all of you. We sure appreciate you joining us for this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. You know, sometimes we talk about weight loss. Sometimes we talk about attitudes. We we just kind of hit, we just run the gamut on our subjects and we want to bring different perspectives to you. And I get it that Carrie and I are farm girls and we have a different upbringing than a lot of you guys. And we have a different perspective, but we want to encourage you to look at it from a different angle. Yeah. And I think it's important. Again, it's important to, if you're struggling with grumbliness, if you're struggling with grumbliness, think about why you're doing what you're doing and really try to change your perspective. My dad, our dad, I say my dad, our dad is a mental health therapist. And he used to say, sometimes with depression, you just fake it till you make it. Mm. Meaning you get out of bed, you get dressed, you put your makeup on. And I am not diminishing those struggles of depression, guys. I'm saying you fake it till you make it. Sometimes with a good attitude, you fake it until it becomes a part of who you are. And that's okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to come in. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to eat right today. I'm going to get my water in. Just fake it till you make it. And eventually it'll become a part of your mindset. Even if you don't feel like it. So many Amen. times we, 
I don't feel like it and I do it anyway. And um, you would never yep. be able to look at me and tell that I have a headache or that I'm losing sleep or something happened last night and Miles and I had an argument. You'd never be able to tell by looking at me because I'm putting on a smile and I'm doing my job. And sometimes you just got to kind of push through even if you, it doesn't feel like rainbow and ponies and roses. Yep. Coffee, Jesus, and some good concealer. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I like Joyce Meyer. Joyce Meyer goes, I'm not a morning person. You don't really want to see me in the morning until I've had some coffee and about an hour of Jesus. There you go. <laughs> She's awesome. You guys join us on our next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. As always, please join our next 10-pound takedown challenge at 10poundtakedown.com. We have monthly challenges. That's a great place to get started with Code Red. A lot of people write in and they ask us, where can I get started? The 10 pound takedown is always the best place to dip your toe into the lifestyle for $47 and figure out if it's for you. We think that real food, water, and sleep is for everybody, but it's got to be the right time for you. It's got to be the right attitude. You got to be able to do it. Not grumbling. We want you smiling, but Amen. we'll take you anyway. We'll take you yeah. anyway. Just come to us and let us love you until you can love yourself. So you guys have a good one. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.